Hello, hello, and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host, Aurora, life coach and companion on this beautiful journey called life. I hope you feel good. I hope you feel safe, maybe even joyous. I hope all your needs are met. I hope you feel seen and heard. I really hope that you get to express yourself fully and that you feel alive. Blood running through your veins and eyes lit up, brain and mind in a good place and your heart beating steadily and strong and joyously. If it's not the case, if you're not in total distress and panic, but in slight discomfort, if you feel stuck, if you feel dissatisfied, I really hope that I can bring you value and create a space for you here where you can rest and reflect and recharge your batteries to then go out into the world and express yourself fully and live the life that you were meant to live here. Today I want to talk about stress and how stress changes you. It not only changes the way you think and feel about the world around you, but also it changes how you feel and think about yourself, your body, your soul, your purpose. Everything is being questioned when we are exposed to stress. And needless to say, we've all been exposed to extreme stress over the last couple of years. And what has it done to you? How did it change you? Is there a very clear before and after? Right, we were crammed into sometimes little apartments or houses with our spouses or partners or roommates, family members, whoever you chose to live with before the pandemic. And now all of a sudden, whew, the air is getting thick. Maybe you're still licking your wounds from a breakup because you were with your partner going into the pandemic, but you found out that it's not working. You're not good on a small space. Maybe you came out of the pandemic and thought you were well and resilient, but now that everything is going back to pretty much normal, you can see that a lot of damage has been done. How does stress affect you? Do you hide and shut down? Do you get frustrated and angry? Do people... Avoid you when you're stressed or do they come to support you and help you? Are you open to receive support from the outside world 
when you are stressed? Stress is different for, for everybody, right? There's the one person who can go without food for eight hours and they're still functioning well. And then there's a person like me. I need my food every five to six hours. Otherwise, I'm not a good person. There's that person who likes high-intensity sports and this is how they can release stress. And then there's people who need yoga and meditation to release stress. So I invite you to explore how you release stress and if the way you're releasing it it's, is beneficial to you right we have people out there who start drinking or smoking um, sex is another uh, nice release for stress watching porn um, high intensity sports food sleep there's people out there who just they just go to sleep they just fall asleep on the couch or go to their bedroom and sleep hoping that when they get up that stress is gone so also be brutally honest here in this space during this time you spent with me like how how good are the tools that you're using do they really release your stress Or is it just a temporary fix? And then afterwards, there's a build-up right away again. It's really important to know your stress resilience and to find out what stresses you out, especially when you are in relation with others. Because, like I said before, everybody is different And if you can very clearly communicate what stresses you out, you can find out pretty quickly if that person you're with is listening and willing to understand you. And you make the relationship way easier on everybody. Right? If people know that you need alone time when you're stressed out, And it has nothing to do with them. It's just everything about you and having to recalibrate and recenter. Then they're not going to stress out and worry. Right? A lot of people choose to not communicate, especially when it's, when it's the beginning of the dating phase. They're just going to, you know, avoid people, ghost people, in the hopes that they will understand. But not many people would understand if you don't clearly communicate, hey, I need some time off, I'll be back, I need to figure things out and please don't worry. And it makes you feel as if you value your feelings and your stress levels as well. And that's my main thing here, to be honest. My main thing is that We all learn to be more okay with who we are 
and how we feel, how we perceive things, and then to gently express it to the outside world for them to either be invited in or invited out. <laughs> right? The more authentic you are, the more likely you're going to attract people that are good for you and the better chances you have that the people that are not really interested in you, not have same values, belief systems, will keep out of your life. And that's uh, very awesome when you don't want drama. So what is the last thing that really stressed you out, frustrated you? And I really don't care how silly it is. And how did you deal with it? And are you happy with how you dealt with it? Or do you know deep down inside, shit, that was not awesome. I'll try better next time. But do you know how to deal with your stress differently next time? Do you need to practice maybe a little bit before a stressful situation happens again? Or are you going to be able to regulate your strong emotions in the moment. I tell you what, not many people are capable of doing that. When it comes to me, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but I need a couple fixed sentences that I can, like a tape, uh, record. And then once I feel these feelings coming up, I just say that ten sentence that I memorized before. And from there, I go into full-on raw expression. And people appreciate that because I used to uh, shut down, hide away, or full-on explode in people people's faces. And I learned that it's not serving anybody, especially not myself, not me. So I have these couple sentences ready to go whenever I feel strong feelings come up and then I just use them and it doesn't matter if I sound like a robot at first um, I'm building a new uh, pathway right my brain is learning a new way of dealing with a situation and of course I'm gonna suck at the beginning it will feel awkward because I'm stepping out of my um old way of dealing with a situation but that doesn't matter for me it's more important to have myself expressed and understood than to make the other person feel the same way I feel that's a very childish way of dealing with uh, strong emotions especially when it comes to aggression, frustration, and stress management. Sometimes we just blurt out, we lash out, because we just express how we feel. And then the other person soaks up that energy, and then we're, not, we're all not being served. But if in those moments I learn to put my frustration into words and make it very clear what's going on, then everybody is being helped and then there can be solutions found. 
And you will see that as soon as you express yourself, those strong emotions and energies will dissolve because they want to be expressed. It's, it's very interesting and fascinating. So stress will change you over time and not necessarily for the better. It can even affect your physical body. I know a lot of women who, when they are stressed out, they don't want anything to do with sex and intimacy. And then there's guys out there who desperately need sex when they are stressed out because they kind of conditioned their body and taught themselves that sex can be used as a release. Now, I don't want to judge either of these two scenarios, but is that sustainable in a relationship? Like, are you going to use your partner to release stress? Or are you just going to masturbate away and then that's it? And um, for the people out there who don't want to have stress when they're stressed out, uh, sex when they're stressed out, how does that make your partner feel? Like, it probably makes them feel shitty because, yeah, they see that stress is affecting your whole being and you can't function properly when you're stressed out. So we both have to find ways to to manage our stress a little bit better. And then there's guys out there who struggle with erectile dis dysfunction because of too much stress, because of their monkey mind overtaking their whole being. And then all of a sudden, the brain signals to the body that no, uh, no pleasure, no baby making, nothing should happen here because you're so stressed out. You're not supposed to have fun. <laughs> You're not supposed to procreate. And stress, if you don't deal with it, if you don't learn to express it and channel it outside of you, um, can also lead to high blood pressure or diabetes or depression. Right? If it's, if it's prolonged, if it's too long in your body... Um, It is going to change your whole chemistry, your hormones. And we all learn to, to deal with our stress levels and to be okay with where we're at and to become more resilient from where we're at and to not judge us ourselves harshly, but to just admit, okay, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. Let's make a plan. And the beautiful thing about that is as soon as you work on your stress management, your anger management, frustration management, no matter where your physical health is at, you will feel physically better. Because imagine stress being like a poison that you keep drinking. Um, it affects your whole being. And especially your body. Your body is always the last, you know, <laughs> last piece of the chain. And it's, um, it always has to suck up what our conscious and subconscious mind decides to do. So, yeah, I think that was what I wanted to 
desperately share with you today. Again, thank you for letting me show up whenever I feel a strong urge. I know it's not been as regularly as it used to be. I will go back to a regular and more strict um, schedule, but for now I got too much going on with in-person retreats and gatherings and workshops And I want to make sure that when I show up here for you, that it comes from a place of authenticity and rawness and real connection, true love and passion. And I hope you can feel that. I don't want that to be forced. It couldn't be forced. I want it to be genuine because... We're all animals and you would sense right away if I would show up not fully being there. And that's not what I want. All right. If you enjoy this podcast, if you get value out of my episodes, please make some time. Just take a minute and write a review on Apple Podcast. Leave a rating on Spotify, wherever you listen to. And share with a loved one. You will open up doors to stronger connections. If people know that you care so deeply about their emotional and mental well-being by sharing these episodes. Also, there is a build-up from season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and... If you just started listening to my podcast here in season seven, I invite you to go back to season one. Um, it is timeless. <laughs> it is not related to any outside events, um, what I'm producing here, but it is a genuine buildup for you to get to know yourself better. Thank you so much for being here. I deeply appreciate you. I love you. I'm excited to connect with you. Until next time. Bye-bye.